0: David, having served his own generation by the counsel of God. Acts 13.36a This week's episode begins a new series entitled Serving in the Priesthood with testimonies from brothers and sisters on their experiences of living and serving in their localities. This meeting was held during the 2010 July semi-annual training in Anaheim, California. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes.
1: Well, Saints, we're so thankful that we could be here together this morning. And we just wanted to give a little bit of an outline of how this morning will go. This time will go from 9 a.m. or from now until noon. And the way we would like to divide the time is we brothers will just give a very brief word and realizing that many of the saints have not heard of this burden that Brother Lee mentioned in the Messages to the Working Saints. That's a book that's been published by Living Stream, and it's entitled Messages to the Working Saints. And in that book, Brother Lee is very burdened about this age group, this category of saints as the backbone of the church life for the Lord's move. And so during the first uh few minutes, some brothers will give some clarity to this burden for the sake of uh, many of the saints who could who could use some clarification and explanation of this burden. Then afterwards, we'd like to have about forty-five minutes to an hour's time to open the time for all the saints to come up to the microphones and to give some testimony with regard to your situation, your situation in your locality, what has helped you in a practical way to live a vital living to the Lord, or what challenges do you have? And this fellowship is such an encouragement for all of us so that corporately we can go on together in the Lord's move. Then afterwards, the brothers have a very particular burden that they would like to share with us. And so we'll give about an hour to an hour and a half, well, minimally an hour and a half, uh, to the brothers to speak something. Uh, and then if there's time at the end, uh, we may have a, a few minutes to either respond to the fellowship or have some fellowship together. Uh, but we just want to follow the Lord's speaking um, according to what is released this morning. Amen. So we
2: will have two... Two brothers share a brief word before we uh, go to the testimonies and reports.
3: About two and a half years ago, as some of the brothers uh, began to pray for our generation, we found ourselves praying according to the striking expression in Acts 13:39. David, having served his own generation by the counsel of God, well, we just prayed. That like David, we too would serve our own generation according to the counsel of God. Uh, at times we feared whether serving on one's own generation by the counsel of God may be a responsibility reserved only for the great leading servants of God and not for us. But to our great delight, we came across a ministry portion which emphatically tells us that all the believers, we all must serve our own generation. By the counsel of God. Yes, the divine government ultimately rests upon the Lord's shoulders. Yes, we must remain under the covering and direction of the senior co-workers. At the same time, we must be willing to serve our own generation by the counsel of God. Brothers and sisters, what a great, awesome, and solemn responsibility the Lord has entrusted to each one of us. If we see this, I believe this will rescue us from our laziness, lukewarmness, and even passivity. May we serve our generation as faithfully, Bradley and his co-workers have done thus far. We believe, uh, as Bradley points out, that our service must be according to and within God's counsel. And on the one hand, uh, in general, the counsel of God's will is to build up the church as the body of Christ. But we also believe specifically there is a specific uh, generational call given to us by the brothers, and that is to consummate the divine economy in this age. Uh, we recall Brother Ron sharing on more than one occasion that we should be not only a continuing generation, but a consummating generation. We should not be just content with continuing the divine move in the present age, but we should actually aim to finish it, consummate it, and complete it. And this also corresponds to the fact that Bradley named one of his grandsons, born in 1976, Enoch Elijah. Because he expected, although he may not live to see the day of the Lord's return, The generation of his grandson, that is our generation, will see to the completion of the divine economy in this age and bring the Lord back. So brothers and sisters, we are Enoch, Elijah generation. Those who have the tremendous responsibility and a golden opportunity to complete the building work and bring the Lord back in our lifetime. And as we all know, Enoch and Elijah were two Old Testament figures that never saw death, but were taken alive by God. Enoch in particular is a representative of all the overcoming believers who are raptured while they are alive. And in particular, he prefigures many of the first fruits in Revelation 14 who follow the Lamb wherever he may go. A prevailing characteristic of Enoch was walking with God and that of the first fruits is to follow the Lamb wherever he may go. The ministry points out these words, wherever strikes the fear in the heart of the enemy and brings delight to the Lord. Right? Only those who follow the Lamb horizontally on earth through their lifetime will be those who follow the Lamb vertically into heaven at the time of our rapture. And what really moves me and all of us this morning is to realize that we must be the Enoch and Elijah generation. And thankfully, we can testify according to our sense of the Lord's intensified move in our generation. The Lord is raising up some Enoch, Elijah. Some young adult brothers and sisters who are paying the price to love the Lord and follow the Lord wherever He may go. These are those who follow the Lamb by praying with their companions. Follow the Lamb to preach the gospel every week. Follow the Lamb to shepherd the new ones and backslid saints. Follow the Lamb even to migrate to other cities and countries. And brothers and sisters, we all face many challenges and stiff uh, difficulties. We have families with little children who need our constant attention. We need to work 40 plus hours a week, and some of us even need, need to get a graduate degree. But praise the Lord, in the midst of these challenges, the inspiring patterns of those who follow the Lamb are emerging. The brothers have told us about two and a half years ago that we all must rise up to enter into our measured function in the body of Christ to be the factors of the local increase and the universal spread of the church. And I'd like to just briefly share with you some of these very inspiring patterns. As we know, uh, ever since two and a half years ago, there are many young working adults who are now praying in twos and threes. Many of the couples repented of being uh ease at Zion and really consecrated themselves to, to carry out the God-ordained way in their lifetime. We know some brothers who, who uh, get together, nearly every to fast and pray because of their desperation for the increase of the church. Because they were inspired by the fact that the revival in the church in Chifu came in part because of a group of brothers praying and fasting for the Lord's move there. We know of a brother, a full-time working brother, who regularly skips Tuesday night dinner just to get to the prayer meeting of the church on time right after work. And after the prayer meeting, he would visit the new ones until late hours. We also have spoken with a brother who is in a very rigorous red -red program. Yet he would endeavor to preach the gospel and shepherd the new ones nearly every night because the zeal of God's house is consuming this brother. And we also know some brothers who are gathering to pray for the Lord's move among the young adults and they repented of having wasted many a Monday Thursday and Saturday evening on worldly pleasures and given themselves to contact people. And finally, we also know of a, a very dear brother among us with three children. Uh, he left a nice suburban home located in an excellent school district to migrate to a faraway city where there is a far inferior school district just to live close to the campus for which he is heavily burdened. So we just thank the Lord and praise the Lord for these inspiring patterns the Lord is raising up among us for our imitation. May the the Lord grant us the mercy that we would follow the Lamb wherever He may go until we stand with Him and all of His overcomers on Mount Zion. May we be the consummating generation, the generation that completes the divine economy and bring the Lord back so that the Lord will be able to say of us, you have served your own generation, my counsel faithfully. Amen.
4: Praise the Lord for his speaking. Amen. I just wanted to add a few things to our brother's uh, sharing. I really appreciate over these last few years, just all the Lord's faithful speaking to us as the young adults. Um, I Even from this training, I really appreciated the brother sharing that, We need to be those who have an ear to hear the word. As we hear the word, we see the vision. As we see the vision, we can receive the burden. And I just feel like this is what the Lord has been doing these last about three and a half years, uh, going back to the winter training, I think in 2008. uh, He began to speak about this burden for the young adults. I would just encourage all of us, even if you've heard some of these messages before, listen to them again. There's 16 messages that are posted on the website Living to Him today. After this meeting, there will be 17. Download them. Uh, Put them on your computer. Listen to them on the way to work. I listen to them while I'm grading lab reports from school. Um, Just get into this speaking. The more you get into this speaking, the more you will be infused with faith. The words of faith that will enable you to rise up and to begin to practice what the Lord is speaking. You know, this word to the young adults I feel is meeting a twofold need. The twofold need is this God has a need. God's need is for the church as the body of Christ to be built up. God's need is for the bride to be prepared. Who will do this? We need to be the ones that do this. So God has a desperate need today. And I would I would say we as well have a need. We have a need for meaning in our life. As a human being, we've gotten our degree. We've gotten married, we've had children, we have a house, we have cars. But we know that's not the meaning of our life. That's not the purpose of our life. We're not satisfied just to have all these things as a human being. So we realize we have a need as well. Our need is to be enjoying Christ. Our need is to be functioning in the church life. So this word to the young adults is a word that will meet God's need and a word that will satisfy the longing in our heart to be living, functioning members of the body. We have a need to grow, to be built up, to be perfected, to function in the church life. And I believe this word that we're hearing year year after year these last few years is is a word that will encourage us and strengthen us to be saved from a formal church life, which is never satisfying, into a church life that is in the vital groups, that is functioning and living and spreading and increasing. This is what the Lord needs today. Just a personal testimony before I uh, open the time for you all. Uh, One year ago, my wife and I came to this very meeting. Uh, We were encouraged in that fellowship to join with others to begin to pray for the Lord's move. On the way home, we prayed to the Lord, and the Lord touched us about a couple that lived not far from us. So we contacted them, and by the Lord's mercy, over the last year, we've been meeting week by week uh, just to pray together. And, you know, it's not easy. Among us, we have six children, all under the age of eight. Sometimes we gather together to pray. There's tears. There's dirty diapers. But we're just endeavoring. Lord, we need to get through. And I can just see little glimpses of how the Lord is leading us into the God-ordained way. We never sat down and said, okay, we need to do step one, two, three, four. But as we began to pray together, we began to pray for neighbors family members, co-workers, and the Lord was began to save and baptize some of these ones. We began to pray for the college students across the street from where we live, and the Lord began to shepherd these ones in our home on Thursday nights. We began to pray for the church, and the Lord has led us into some districts in the prayer meetings and also led us to function more in the prophesying meeting of the church. So I just am so encouraged by what the Lord is doing. And I believe he wants to do this among all of us. Not just a few, but he wants all of us to be brought into this living, vital church life. So I just would encourage you all, let us all endeavor to enter this realm. You know, the good land is a realm. It's the realm of the reality of the body of Christ. It's the realm of the God-man living. It's the realm of the vital group church life. May we endeavor to enter this realm, not by ourselves, but by joining with a few that are within our locality, and may we stay in the fellowship that is among all the churches. So I, I would just encourage you all, uh, even right now, if some of you would like to come up, I think we're going to put some microphones here, and we encourage you to share. Oh, the brothers will, will lead us. So
2: if you can have uh, some some saints, maybe we can have the microphone Right here, and then if some saints, uh, we had a few br- uh, brothers who uh, we, we asked to try to give a, a report or a testimony concerning what the Lord uh, is doing uh, or, 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 or is not doing uh, in their localities to come forward to speak. Um, and, and, and you know, this matter of so, brothers, those who are ready to share something, please come up. But this matter of reports and testimonies is actually a great matter. If you look in the New Testament, uh, the pattern that's set forth for us concerning the fellowship of the body is largely in the way of testimonies and reports. 1 John chapter 1 speaks about uh, seeing and testifying and reporting the eternal life. That which we have seen and heard, we report also to you. Why? Well, it's a result so that you may also have fellowship with us. The practical embodiment, the practical manifestation of fellowship, many times in the, Old, in the New Testament comes in the, in, in the form of testimonies and reports. So I don't know if there's uh, some of you who have been to a few of these gatherings and you may ask, well, why do we always have these reports? Why do we ha- have these testimonies? Well, what our, uh, our aim and our objective is fellowship. In the fellowship, a lot of problems are taken care of. Many are encouraged, many are strengthened by good reports and maybe the not so positive reports. The reports that are given should not be merely those of a glowing nature, overcoming instances of momentary overcoming. But actually, as long as you speak the real situation, it's a benefit to the body. It's a benefit to hear that others are going through the same struggles that I am. And it's also helpful for the brothers who are ministering to us to know our real condition and situation so they can respond to minister according to our need. So I encourage as many of you, brothers, sisters alike, please come forward to give a testimony, give a report. Uh, regardless of whether you think you have something, uh, you do. Uh, you may not know it, but you do have something. Amen. So brothers, please uh, come forward. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's limit the time because of the sake of time. Let's limit each to um, at least, uh, w- well, how about a minute and a half to two minutes? Maybe you can give us, uh, the piano can give us a, a warning note at 90 seconds, and then, but let's conclude for sure by two minutes. And then we may have to truncate it if there are a, a lot of other, um, uh, of more saints that want to testify. Now, I'd like to um, also remind you that there is a website in which if you don't want to come forward with a thousand uh, 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 saints uh, if you're nervous. You can always give your testimony and report through livingtohim.com. Uh, there's a, a form there that you can post a report. We hope that one day that we can uh, even have certain areas, subject matters, or, or a way for you to respond to particular messages. But, anyways, please want to bring forth, bring, uh, lay before you this website, livingtohim.com for more reports amen,
5: David. amen so a brief report from the Boston area there's been a group of us uh, praying together for about a year and uh, the, on the good side this this group has expanded in number and also the sisters are endeavoring to pray together at least once a week and that number is also slowly expanding and out of this prayer uh, we've had a lot of good ideas but none of them really took off until recently uh, even this summer a lot of uh, young adult activities have been planned for the summer including barbecues and uh hopefully some gospel outreach and even I hear there's a berry picking uh adventure planned. So this is good because a lot of young adults responded. We even have a, a Google group that that everyone seems to be responding to. Um, but the the shortage in in this is uh even though we're there's so many young adults in the Boston area, a lot of them have been to the training. There's still a lack on the of the one-on-one shepherding. So it's really group activity. So we want to endeavor to be those that get together face to face, one on one, in smaller groups, uh, to care for those that maybe be a little discouraged or not not coming to the meetings or, or whatever. Uh, also, um, with regard to the the church services, we realize there's a real need for the young adults to have an understanding of every area of the church service, uh, from the children to the young people to the college to to all the different aspects, the service office, the maintenance, the cleaning, uh, we, we're still lacking in this area. There's a, just a few saints bearing a lot of the burden for the young people and children's work. And so we want to be those that, that, that are aware of the situation and the needs in the church. And as Brother Gerald shared up in the Boston area, we need to be those that feel the weight of the church on our shoulders. I uh, the young adults, we're the waste of the body, and we need to bear the burdens of the church and to be aware of all the young people, all their names and their situations, and be praying for them and caring for them and really involved in all the church services.
6: Amen. Uh, my name is Walt Hale. I'm here with the church in Huntington Beach. A uh, little report from, uh, I guess, from Huntington Beach. Um, <clears throat> we've had uh, nearly all of the leading brothers in our locality have migrated uh in the past uh two years and uh all that's really left is a group of young uh young brothers uh and one elder and then some other uh older brothers but anyway um so that's kind of caused uh a kind of a natural need for the brothers to rise up uh, some of the young brothers to rise up and uh praise the lord it's been a good learning experience for us a um, little personal testimony um that I'd like to give regarding uh the matter of the gospel. Um yeah, I serve here at the training center um here fifty to sixty hours a week. Uh and then uh I also serve with the young people in Huntington Beach uh on Saturday nights and uh <clears throat> Friday nights and things like that. So uh anyway, kinda of have a packed schedule, but always felt like uh something was missing uh in my living. And um <clears throat> so uh, through these young adult fellowships over the past uh, couple of years. Um, anyway, then uh, there was another brother in my locality. Uh, we were in a brother's coordination together, and he mentioned something about his burden to have a regular time of preaching the gospel every week. And um, I also had the same uh, echo in my heart. Uh, anyways, for the last year, uh, we began to go out on Mondays. I would leave here at 4, meet up with him at 4.30. We'd be going the gospel from 4.30 to 5.15. We only had 45 minutes. Uh, anyway, that moved from going to a park to eventually to a local uh, community college. And uh, anyway, that brother moved away. Another brother joined me. That brother went to the full-time training. Uh, a young person joined me. Uh, but finally, uh, anyway, praise the Lord. The Lord sent a team to that college uh, from the full-time training. And, uh, praise the Lord, now that the trainees are my gospel partners, uh, but I just have to testify real quickly that that one hour, uh, two, it, it, that one hour turned into two hours, and that two hours a week has, uh, actually changed my whole week. Uh, I feel like I, if I go out on the gospel, I have to be right with the Lord, and I have to be right with His body, and, uh, I feel like it just has, uh, uh really vitalized my living, and has, um, also, uh, uh, given me uh, a burden for man. Amen. Uh, so anyway, praise the Lord.
0: Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, my name is Solomon Leung. I meet with the church in Anaheim in District 1. Uh, I was asked to give a report maybe on uh, some practical things in uh, what has happened in our home meeting. Uh, in the past, uh, I would say, year and a half, uh, we recently split into, or branched off into a new home meeting group. Uh, so this past year and a half has been a a good learning experience to to bear bear the uh, responsibilities of taking care of new ones and also taking care of the home meeting uh, in in a good way. Lord Jesus, uh, i really like to echo the the burden here that we as young adults uh, do bear the responsibility or as the backbone of the church uh, because there's so many of us. Lord Jesus, uh, we, we are able to Oh Lord Jesus, yeah. able to to t- bear this testimony, amen. Lord Jesus, yeah. Amen. So the vital groups, uh, small groups, is what makes this age work. We're in the age of building up of the body of Christ, Amen. So this this uh, the vital groups uh, are the frame of the age and capture the burden of the age and what makes the vision work and brings it all together. So our functioning in the in the in the vital groups is the eighty percent church life where we. Um, for example in our our uh uh home meeting the sisters gather together once a week to pray to coordinate to take care of babysitting etc food um for Jesus uh they, we've been uh we live right near the high school campus uh we've been passing out gospel tracts um, to the high school students who are walking by our house uh uh we need to have vital companions and pray together uh, Lord Jesus, and and also we're, we're, we get together or have some of the college-age students or high school students come over to our house and just spend time with us. We help them fix something, fix their bike. Lord Jesus, <laughs> amen. So amen. praise the Lord. We're the backbone of, of the recovery. Amen. amen. My
7: name is David Chan, and I meet with the church in Houston. So since this burden came out about two and a half years ago, there has been a lot of feelings among the young adults in Houston. However, there has not been like an outward organization way of this burden being carried out. And so far, we only had one time where the whole church came together. But nevertheless, there's a lot of feeling among not only just the young adults, but among the elders in the church. So the situation in Houston is that there are many, many burdens in the church. So the young adults, instead of having a specific time for themselves, they're just integrated into the church life. So in the area of Topstone Books, it's, the, it's, it's like BFA for the Southeast uh, United States. And for the young people, for the children, and for the different group meetings for the campus, the young adults are starting to pick up these burdens and to enter into the various services in Houston. However, there's still a feeling that the young adults still have a lack of ownership. So even though the young adults are are somewhat functioning, but there's still not that feeling that if I'm missing, then something is going to suffer. There's still not the feeling that the, the church is on our shoulders. So that's that just something that that, uh, that that still we need to continue to pray. Um, uh, for me, personally, I've I really been enjoying um, this matter of the vital groups. And uh, one of the, the messages that we read recently is that you know, for those of us who have gone through some training, you know, we might want to do a lot of things, and we might want to stand up and, and just encourage the saints to do this and do that. But Bert Lee says the way is not to do that, but the way is to just go to a few and just to fellowship with them, just to pray with them. And just to impart a burden that way. It's not in a general way, but in a specific way. And also one of the, uh, having fellowship with one of the elders, he mentioned, you know, the saints just need a pattern. So we just need to take the lead to be a pattern. Oh, it's not to take the lead to do anything and to be anybody, but it's just to take the lead to get into these things. Amen. You know, to practice these things. And, and the saints will see and the saints will be able to emulate. Amen. And this is the way that the burden can spread. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.